This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live help and our IO fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. I just wanted to take the time, take the time, write this to you myself because I think you get a bum rap. Great job, great job, great job, great job. 
people over because they black. All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us. And I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us. They had to be wrong if you busted in their residence. They even lied and said you created fictional evidence. I gotta command how you handle situations. Shot a youngster, beat his mama, and got a paid vacation. I know it's hard being you, so why would they question? In everything you do, we know it's all for our protection. Passing through our neighborhoods, spying at night. Some consider it harassment and denying our rights. You had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us. Cause I know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was. Kind of struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick. Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause their car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face I would shake your hand Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't why people accuse you of hate I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe I saw nine of y'all against one Beating the brainless That 65 year old woman must have really been dangerous Cleaning up the streets is your top priority You qualify for this Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen The perfect and everybody that you locked up They had to deserve it, yeah Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Here at the Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now that has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion, 
So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. Christian so they are the chosen ones. ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. They were always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the dog shit out That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean at Radio Live. Stay bold. Well, here I am yet again, another Tuesday. It is Tuesday, August 18th, 2015. You are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. As I always say, I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you spent time with people you loved and you got to do things you enjoy doing. Because what's the point of riding around on this globe that we're on if we're not doing things we're enjoying doing and doing it with people we love? You know, we got a lot of things this week to talk about. As usual, I say it every week, we've got so many different things to talk about. We've got all this to cover. It's going to be a lot to talk about. I know. It's the same thing every week, right? we got a lot to talk about. And we do. i got a lot of different stories pulled up here. I know last week we had uh, PNAC on, the guys from PNAC, Grant and Felipe. I want to thank them again for joining me last week. It was a really informative interview. Uh, if you didn't get to hear it, I will have it posted. I don't have it posted yet, but I will have it posted soon. Yes, Buzzy, I am a procrastinator. Whatever. You still love me, you old fuck. Anyway, and here at the First 52, we, uh, you know, we like to make fun of our old truck drivers. <laughs> One of the first things I wanted to start off tonight with was not, not Clinton and her memos and her emails. I don't really give a shit. I don't care. Whatever. They're going to do what they want to do. It's going to be who they want it to be. Deal with it. They're not going to tell us the truth. You really think they're going to tell us the truth? No, they're not. But this morning, you know, I get up and I go do my thing in the morning and I sit on the toilet and I read my news articles and see you know, what I want to post or what I want to talk about in the next coming week. And this morning, this one got me. And I'm a little stuffed up. I'm not really sure why. So I apologize if I got some sniffling going. I sound a little off. It's only one side. Well, actually, it's moving to the other side now. Uh, it's only one side, though, that's stuffing. And I hate when that happens, because then you're all, like, all blown off and uh, misbalanced. But so this morning, I see this article. It's uh, it's from the 14th, uh, four days ago, and it's from Time Magazine. So that should give you an idea where we're going here. Uh, hopefully it gives you a little bit of an idea where we're going. Here's why people believe in conspiracy theories. Now, that title alone, of course, I, I want to know why I believe in conspiracy theories. You're going to tell me why I believe in conspiracy theories. I'm glad. I need that. I need somebody to inform me. Well, gosh, I need somebody to inform me of, you know, why I believe what I believe. Don't you want to know why you believe what you believe? I mean, haven't you always been wanting that answer? So time thinks they can uh, give us that answer. UFO sightings, hoaxed moon landings, reptiles who rule the world. <laughs> what in the name of our alleged lizard overlords convince, convinces a person to believe in conspiracy theories? According to a pair of new studies published in a journal, Applied Cognitive Physiology, conspiracy theorists, and there are a lot more of them than you may think, tend to have one thing in common. They feel... A lack of control over their lives. One, or Jan William Van Projuling, associate professor in social and organizational psychology at the VU University in Amsterdam, has been studying conspiracy theories and those who believe them for six years. When I started this research, one of one of the things that I found astonishing was how many people believe in certain 
conspiracy theories, he says. Conspiracy theories often crop up during times of uncertainty and fear. After terror strikes, financial crisis, high-profile deaths, and natural disasters. Past research suggests that if people feel they don't have control over a situation, they'll try to make sense of it and find out what happened. The sense-making leads them to connect dots that aren't necessarily connected in reality, Van Pugens says. It's funny, if you, if you look at the reasoning, people come up with conspiracy theories. Terror strikes, financial crisis, high-profile deaths, and natural disasters. Um, all of which have been shown, even though they're a conspiracy theory, and we're going to get into this in a little bit, is conspiracy theories are real. So all of those things have been proven uh, at one point in time or another to have been a, a, a conspiracy, a conspiracy theory, or uh, how about a false flag, right? He and his team showed that the opposition is also true, or the opposite is also true. Feeling a sense of control is protective against believing conspiracy theories. In one of the studies, they split 119 people into two groups and told one group to write down times when they were totally in control. The other group was told to jot down a time when they didn't feel in control. This gave one group a powerful feeling while the other felt helpless. The researchers then surveyed their attitudes on a building project in Amsterdam that accidentally destroyed the foundation of many houses and which many people believed was a conspiracy of the city council. But those who had been primed to feel in control were less likely to believe that the government was up to something. We found that if you give people a feeling of control, then they are less inclined to believe those conspiracy theories, he says. Giving people a sense of control can make them less suspicious over government operations. <clears throat> the Dutch, of course, aren't the only believers. The second experiment looked at a survey uh, looked at survey data from a national represent, representative sample of Americans conducted in the last months of 1999, leading up to Y2K. The more the people feared the millennium bug in 1990, the, or 1999, the more likely they were inclined believe in other conspiracies ranging from Kennedy to the government hiding evidence of UFO existence. Excuse me, guys, sorry. The best predictor of believing in one conspiracy, he says, is believing in another. Oh, so if you believe in one conspiracy, you'll believe in another one. Well, which is true. I mean, that's what starts you once you realize that there are things called conspiracies that are actually out there and happening against you, you start questioning everything else around you. So absolutely that's true. This finding backs up data from another group last year, which found that 37% of surveyed Americans believe that the FDA is deliberately preventing the public from accessing natural cures for cancer because they are beholden to the drug companies. I think it's more than 37% nowadays, honestly. <clears throat> These beliefs can be very hard to change, but giving people a feeling of control could help dispel some conspiratorial beliefs. The new research suggests a finding that could prove useful worldwide. There are no doubt 
cultural variables influence it, Van Pulgen says. But the essence of conspiracy theorizing is, I think, universal in human beings. People have a natural tendency to be suspicious of groups that are powerful and potentially hostile. Well, um, wouldn't that be common sense? I mean, shouldn't we be, uh, you know, suspicious of groups that are powerful and are potentially hostile? I mean, that's 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 a basic survival skill for a human being. You watch out for suspicious groups that are powerful. And potentially hostile. So that's how that article ends. But it doesn't just end quietly. It, it can't just, you know, leave it off at that. They finish at the very end, as soon as everything stops moving on me here. You done? You, you going to cooperate with me now? Thank you. Very good. Thank you. So they finish it off with propaganda videos. Got to have those, right? Got to have a propaganda video. So a recent report claimed that a 2004 study withheld a link between vaccines and autism in African-American boys. No surprise, the anti-vaccine crowd considered this a big win. But again, and always, they're wrong. Here's why. First, the subjects excluded from the study had no birth certificates available, meaning data on their mother's race, age, and more could not be confirmed, and that information was vital for the work the investigators were doing. More important, the people criticizing the research make the familiar mistake of confusing association with causation. While it's true that the study did find a slightly higher rate of autism among some kids vaccinated between 24 and 36 months of age, it's almost certain that those children were already autistic and were vaccinated later as part of a basic health requirement for attending special education programs. If you join the Army and get a mandatory crew cut before basic training, you don't then conclude that military service causes baldness. Finally, the narrator of a disgraceful what? web video spreading the rumors about the study is Andrew Wakefield, the British researcher whose fraudulent 1998 paper falsely linking vaccines to autism got the entire... I love how anti-vaccine oh, mess start. I love how they keep referring back to his discredited paper. Uh, but if you do the research and you look into this, you'll see that uh, they're being, you know, getting the truth coming back out about this, and and uh, they're getting vindicated. You know, the other doctor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He's already got his licensing back. We talked about that a, a couple months ago on the show. So I, I just had to play. I'm not going to play any more of their propaganda. But at the end of the conspiracy, uh, why you're a conspiracy theorist, uh, you have, and I had to really get my nose cleared out there a little bit, so I took that little bit of break there, guys, to play that so I could do that. Uh, you, you get my point. We're all conspiracy theorists, and here's why, because we're weak and we don't feel in control. I'll tell you what, ever since I've become a conspiracy theorist, I feel more in control of myself and my life and what's going on around me. I, ha I feel that I have a better understanding of what's going on and what's happening. And I eat healthier, and I'm able to, to, to do those things for my family. I think it's great being a conspiracy theorist. 
it doesn't take away from my life. I still have a job. I control myself at my job. It's bad being a conspiracy theorist. I like it. I really do. I don't know if I can find this other article. I know I got it here. Because this one was uh, the opposite side of this. You know, we always talk about these conspiracy theorists or these conspiracies. And people argue, well, you know, show me one that actually came true. Show me one that actually... There's actually a lot of conspiracies. If you go way, way, way back in history that were conspiracy theories that turned out being true. Well, we have them now. We have new ones. We have ones that have happened recently that have turned out being true. Imagine that. All right. Sorry. I read that real fast because I'm going to have to figure out why that is because I streamed all day today on but Tech Talk real fast for the guys listening who know what I'm talking about. I streamed all day today on but. And there was no skipping. It's only Sam, it appears, that's giving the skipping. So I'm going to have to figure out why it's giving that skipping. I can't answer that. So back to the conspiracy. Seven, seven dark conspiracy theories which turn out to be true. Now, these are more recent than the, 30, the list of 33, which goes all the way back uh, to a long, long time ago. Excuse me, I the allergies, if you live in Florida, you understand allergies in Florida this time of year, when everything's just kicking out like crazy. The government giving STIs to black men without their knowledge. Police lying about the death of people who just went out to watch the football game. And an imposter who helped start a war are among these bizarre-sounding conspiracies, conspiracy theories that actually turned out to be true. Don't read on if you don't want to learn anymore. Now, I'm not going to get through each one. But let's just go over here what they're listing as uh, conspiracies that turned out being true. The Tuskegee Syphilis Experiment. The U.S. experiment ran from 1932 to 1972 and involved giving nearly 400 African-American men syphilis. Without their consent or knowledge. Keep that in mind. Project MKUltra. Wired reports... The CIA program saw agents giving unwitting human subjects drugs as a form of mind control. They also used electric shock therapy, hypnosis, subliminal pursuance, and isolation techniques. So, yes, MKUltra was real, right? We all know that. But, you know, you guys listening right now live know that. How about Operation Paperclip? It's not just something they mention in, uh, in Winter Soldier. It's a true thing. We brought scientists from the Nazi regime back to America to make us more powerful, to use their intelligence to make us better. Now, was it a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I can't answer that. Was the was people within the U.S. supporting Nazis prior to the war? Well, and during the war, well, yeah, they were. So you have to question why we did that. Oh, my favorite. This just came up somewhere. Uh, some show I was listening to. The uh, Nahira testimony. You know, the little girl, the, uh, they threw the incubators out of the baby, uh, the, uh, the babies out of the incubators. The incubators out of the babies. 
Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that was a conspiracy theory at the time, right? No, 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 that's not true. People said she lied. No, she's telling the truth. Turned out she lied. Uh, Hillsborough, this one here. On April 15th, 1989, 96 Liverpool fans were crushed to death and hundreds more were injured when trying to watch the FA Cup semifinal at Sheffield Wednesday's Hillsborough Stadium. In 2011, a retired judge claimed the families of the dead should drop their conspiracy theories about what happened in the disaster. By 2012, an inquiry had shown how police had made strenuous attempts to blame the tragedy on the 96 victims of the crash. Crush. Three years on, and the inquest into the disaster is ongoing, with new revelations about the cover-up still emerging. Police lying. Prohibition. As Slate reports, the U.S. government deliberately poisoned alcohol during Prohibition in an attempt to enforce the ban on drinking. No, the government would never add chemicals or poison to your air, water, or food. That would happen. That would never, ever, ever happen. Your government loves you. It's there to take care of you. It's there to make you feel good about yourself, right? That's that's what it's there. It wouldn't it wouldn't poison you. It wouldn't spray chemicals in the air or you know, put big black plastic balls in your water supply or fluoride in your water supply. We'll talk about the big balls later. Uh, I definitely want to get into some big ball talk. But you know, to wrap up the whole conspiracy uh talk here, the the troops conspiracies, we can't forget about Operation Northwoods. This was a Cold War plan by the U.S. government to create fake attacks America designed to blame on to be blamed on Cuba to drum up support for war with Latin American communist country. Records show it never went beyond the planning stage until 2001. Oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. That wasn't in there. I mean, that really wasn't in the article. But I think you get my point. My sarcasm. Sarcasm is a good thing, right? Every once in a while. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> What's your name again? John Reyes. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Four Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. Well, I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life.
Watch me bring the noise, it's the red dawn My Wolverine sound off Return the glory, redistribute the fame American horror stories gonna rot your brain No, it's not the same, it's moving way too fast Notice how the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep Through socialistic views You political fools, they're gonna rob your shoes So let's make freedom hot, Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks So don't hold me back, cause that's how I roll When I return to heist, the mass system of control Cause they poison your health to make you accept the lies So I point it out before the masses die Why? With heist click There ain't no stopping Shit is popping Like Mr. Wiggles We torture genocide Rappers for shits and giggles I got a ride to blind you And I will play God To this do not Who signed you I am obliged To provide the spine to Squish all your jellyfish Don't try to hide We'll find you And what we do Don't act like a palomon I'm just doing my job Christmas day of Valentine I brand your motherfucking forehead With a dollar sign Hands off Iran Liberty for Palestine Reds Radio fam, it's your man Wayne in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, 
Chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music.
movement, hip hop nation, truth music, amp killer and surge, live and direct, what up, bring it real for you, dirty jersey, Brad Friedman for bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52. God only knows why. Well, welcome back to the second segment of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. You know, I, I, I think I got some stuff cleared out there during the break. I'm feeling a little better. I can almost breathe out of my nose. Almost could breathe through my nose, so that's good. I'll be able to get myself rolling here a little bit better. Glad to touch on some of the crazy ideas that we've seen happen there. How do people think it's okay to do some of the things we've done and that we continue to do to our bodies, our food, our water? Why do we why do we allow these idiots that are supposed to be scientists are supposed to be doing good for us continue to do stupid things and destroy our environment? The ones that are supposed to protect our environment are destroying our environment. And what's scarier about that is there's there's talks, there's belief that, that this EPA damage over in Colorado may not have been an accident. It might have actually been something that was made to happen. Now, if that's a factor, if that is even remotely true, if people warned that this exact thing was going to happen and it still happened, that's not good. And we just, ah, okay. What do we do? Find the EPA? The, the people that put out fines, are we going to find them? Well, who's going to pay that money then? Us? Because the EPA is us, whether we like it or not. We We fund it. We allow it to be there. Oh, goodness. Allergies suck. Last week, the Environmental Protection Agency spilled over a million gallons of toxic waste into the Animus River. Now, I know this happened while I was on vacation, and I I wanted to cover this sooner, but uh, okay. This is, of course, ironic considering the fact that the EPA is a government organization that typically prosecutes people for crimes against the environment. In this case, however, the EPA has declared that they are above the law and free from any type of fines or prosecution. <laughs> the waste was spilled from an abandoned mine shaft and has now contaminated long stretches of water and connecting rivers that reach into the various bordering states. Over 3 million gallons of wastewater containing a number of toxic chemicals is now destroying untold miles of precious waterways. Now, if you've seen, I'm sure everybody by now has seen the pictures of this, it's uh wow, I mean that's a major mistake to be made. But here's the problem that lies. Okay. To make matters even worse, the EPA actually had a warning about this a week prior to the disaster. A week prior to the spill, retired geologist Dave Tyler wrote a letter to the editor in the Silverton Standard, pointing out that the EPA 
was planning a maneuver that could potentially cause toxins from mine shafts to flood into rivers. They also suggested that the EPA was aware of the possible outcomes and were going forward with the plan anyway. Gain funding. Now, I don't think a private business would stand up too well to the EPA if they decided to go forward anyway. There was uh, evidence or belief that what they were about to do was going to be a problem. Oh, goodness, excuse me. Uh, in his little letter here to the editor, I'm not going to read the whole thing. they got some important highlighted spots that I uh, would like to go over briefly. Oh, my goodness. So, EPA plan to really, the plan is really a super fun blitzkrieg. This is just a highlighted part, so I'm going to read. It appears to me that the EPA is setting your town and the area up for a possible super fun blitzkrieg. But make no mistake, within 7 to 120 days, all of the 500 gallons per minute flowing will return to Cement Creek contamination may actually increase due to disturbance. The grand experiment, in my opinion, will fail, and guess what Mr. Hestmark will say then? Gee, plan A didn't work, so I guess we will have to build a treatment plant at a cost to taxpayers of $100 million to $500 million. Reading between the lines, I believe that has been the EPA's plan all along. Oh, So uh, this, this scientist, prior to this spill, wrote this, this geologist. So was it done on purpose? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it would surprise a lot of you out there if it was done on purpose. So I guess we'll have to wait and see if uh, you know somebody goes to jail or gets fined. <laughs> I know it's a joke. I don't really think anybody's going to go to jail or get fined. I'll tell you, walking around, I got my head going there, and now I'm filled back up again. <laughs> yeah, I've touched a big black balls deal. Skin biscuits are a buddy there. Ugh, I'm just trying to back up for the mic instead of turning silence like that, because that's just, I hate the silence. I'm sure you don't want to hear me sniffling, though, either. <clears throat> so, the big black balls. Let's talk about this genius idea that somebody had. Let's, I got 53 seconds of audio. I don't know if it's just I'm spilling the balls into the reserve, but let's... Oops. I gotta turn that off. That's still running in the background there. Alright, come here. Come here. i turn you off. Alright, she's off. We go here. Now, let's see what this audio is all about. Yeah, it sounds like this ball spilling into a reserve, this reservoir. Just hundreds of thousands of billions of balls. Big plastic black balls. Now, let's, let's think about big plastic black balls floating around in your drinking water, California, to prevent water evaporation, although nobody really knows why why they did it or what the real, they say it was to prevent water evaporation, other people say it was to prevent the water from being a carcinogen. So which one was it? I feel, I, I feel like I'm reporting from the scene, all the balls rolling past me. 
So we put these big plastic black balls in our water reserve. Now, what's one of the biggest problems with plastics? They leach chemicals when they get hot. BPA is the main one. They claim these balls are not are BPA free, but research has shown that other plastics that are BPA free still leach bad chemicals, still leach uh, hormone disrupting chemicals. So no matter what, putting big black balls in your water reservoir is just not a good idea. It's just not a good idea at all. Uh, I. I I would have to believe that since a lot of water filters use ultraviolet filtration, you know, they go through the regular filter and then they go through an ultraviolet section of their filtration to clean it. So I wouldn't think getting light in our water would be that bad of a thing. It would probably help make it healthier. I would have to guess. So at a cost of $34.5 million for a country or for a state that's already broke... Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. As a taxpayer, I would not be happy about that. I hope you guys are they are paying attention to that and realizing that it doesn't make any sense. Besides the fact that, you know, what chemicals are... you got to realize these chemicals don't just come out very easily. Fluoride in the water is the worst thing. It's almost impossible to remove once it's put in. You could reduce it, but you can never get it out 100%. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Why are we? Why? 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 I just don't get it. Don't put big plastic black balls in your water reservoirs. Uh, Truth, or who is this here? This is uh, Truth Three Media has put out a good article about that. Covered a lot of the, the facts. It's on my Facebook, on my Twitter. If you want to read it, at Sean Raz, go there, find it, read it, listen to the balls roll down the, the cement wall. Uh, excuse me. Let's see here. Hey, how about, uh, you know, I, I'm not really getting into the election this year or this cycle. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to vote or not. Yeah, I guess it really depends on who's there for me to vote for. I don't want to not participate, so I, I haven't decided what I'm going to do 100% yet. But, you know, of course... Uh, I stand with what Jack's been saying and, and, you know, what I believe. And I think we're going to see a Jeb Clinton runoff no matter what. Don't worry about the emails. It's not going to cause a difference. She'll walk away just like the EPA. Walk away. It's not a big deal. Don't worry. She'll still be there. But how about Jeb? Which I never knew. And I, I, I don't remember where I read it. It might have been this article here. Yeah. I never knew that Jeb wasn't his name. I never knew his name was John Ellis Bush. That's where Jeb comes from. So I didn't know that. I can admit that. Endless CIA, CIA ties. Jeb Bush intimately linked to cartels, money laundering, and dirty deeds. During the recent Republican president candidate's debate in Cleveland, former Florida Governor John Ellis Bush wanted to recount his eight years as governor of the Sunshine State. However, it is not Bush, Bush the politician who should be of interest to voters, but Bush the Central Intelligence Agency, agency's non-official cover. 
banker in Venezuela and Miami-based real estate businessman, money launderer, who should alarm the American electoral. <clears throat> While Jeb's brother, George W. Bush, glossed over his AWOL status with the Texas Air National Guard, Jeb does not have a military record to defend, but he does have a CIA employment record to fess up to. Jeb's early work in Venezuela and South Florida is much more troubling than Dubia pretending to be on active duty in Texas while he was actually off in Alabama helping a GOP U.S. Senate campaign and getting sloppy drunk at a redneck bar. Uh, Jeb should fully explain his relationship with Alberto Duquo, a Colombian national who laundered drug money for the Mandelan and Cali Narco cartels, and Nicaragua. Nicaragua's Contras while serving as owner of City City National Bank of Miami and president of the General Coffee Company of Colombia. Apparently, there was more than coffee arriving in snack and sacks of coffee coming into Miami from Colombia. Duquay financed a $30 million real estate development project run by Jeb Bush. In 1983, Duquay was convicted for fraud and sent to federal prison. Duquay hired a Bush family CIA crony to serve as City National Bank's president. He was Don Benzali, who previously worked for the CIA's Nugan Hand Bank in Australia before it collapsed. Nugan Hand was responsible for laundering money from the CIA's Golden Triangle opium and heroin smuggling operations from the Southeast Asia's Golden Triangle and paying off U.S. surrogates in Asia including <clears throat> Ferdinand Marcus in the Philippines, Sir Sahaja in, 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 in Indonesia, Park Chang-hee in South Korea, and various Thai generals. In return for CIA money gifts, Marcus ordered his energy minister, Germano, Jeremo Velasque, to have the Philippines National Oil Corporation enter into business relationships with three Bush family-owned businesses, Zapata Petroleum Corporation, Zapata Offshore Company, and Overbay Oil Development Corporation. <laughs> the three Bush firms also linked to various CIA activities, including the Abovitre 1961, or the abortive 1961 Bay of Pigs invasion in Cuba. So it's turning out that like Daddy, Junior here might have been very attached to the CIA. I don't know. I don't want another CIA guy here running our country or even thinking about running our country. I mean, really? I don't. Do you? That's not... No. That'll lead us to the next false flag. Real false flag, just like 9-11. Uh, we're about due for it. It's going to happen soon. It's going to have to happen soon. Uh, great article again. Uh, True Stream Media. Another one. I didn't even realize they were both Truth Stream. Truth Stream. It goes on and continues to link Bush to CIA and drug smuggling. Obviously, Florida, you know, governor. Makes sense. I think would add up. But he'll be our next president. Be ready. It's going to happen. I mean, 
It is what it is. It's, he's going to be the next president. I want to know when they're going to release the 28 pages linking Saudi Arabia to 9-11. The missing pages that Bush Jr. wouldn't let us have. But we see Arab banks you know, uh, settles U.S. litigation on Middle East attacks. People who uh, who have been uh, harmed in uh, Israel, there looks like their lawsuit's going to go through from an Arab bank that was involved in uh, funneling money or or uh, uh, laundering money to t- to terrorists. So they're going to be held responsible. They're going to have to pay some money. When Saudi Arabia going to have to own up to their connection to nine eleven? I'll see, but that would. That would lead us too close to knowing the truth of what happened that day. We might actually learn that it wasn't 19 terrorists out of Afghanistan led by Osama bin Laden that attacked us on 9-11. It might have actually been uh, people that are supposed to be our friends. People who uh, get money from us on a regular basis. I mean, that would just be horrible if that really was the case but afraid it is the case my friend I'm afraid it is the case you're listening to the first 52 Raz Radio Live.com Radio Free Blood.com yes I am fighting off uh, this this allergy attack I'm having of some sort my sinuses are driving me nuts I am sorry I will be back after the break I'll try to get it all cleared out then stay tuned talk to you soon It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians and he's got cum trails. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is going to... They're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
future, a crisis approaching that unnerves me and causes me to tremble for my country. Corporations are enthroned, and corruption in high places will follow. The money power will prolong its reign by working on the prejudices of the people until all wealth is aggregated in the hands of a few, and the republic is destroyed. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program, only to encounter this, and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air, talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. In a new direction, the Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there, and he's your your copy of America on DVD at your credit card ready. On a mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin, often already raucous today, went on Twitter to hold on Lines, hypnotized, subconscious 
consciousness, rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance, supreme dominance over the whole populace, hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises, bionic, I'm finding it ironic, they're cutting down the truth to write lies on it, sexual saturation, instant gratification, consume a nation, missing imagination, mass communication, trapped in isolation, handful of corporations, got a grip on all the stations, you know why? updated computer I tell you nothing wants to cooperate sometimes that was a way long delay there apologize computer's right my nose clears up a little bit the computer freezes up on me there yeah I, I know there's some broadcast issues I really think it's related to this computer I am working on getting some new some new equipment that should help with some of those uh, broadcast skippings you're hearing and it will also help on the jack blood side to get a more continuous uh, program for you. I'll be able to stream it differently and it'll sound better for you on that side. It's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. I promise you. Ah. Uh. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadio.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. She's in my 
It is Tuesday, the 18th of uh, August. Yeah, August. That would be the right month. Maybe I need to stand up. Let me try this. Uh, uh, it seems that when I get up and walk around during the break, it kind of clears up a little bit. I feel a little better. Of course, my microphone arm doesn't want to stay all the way up here, and it's not really helping. But anyway, let's move on. We'll talk about some news, some information, some things going on, or we'll try to do our best at that. You know, I am uh, well known for being a police hater. At least a lot of people like to say that about me. I don't think I hate police. I just want them to be held accountable. I want them to do their job uh, safely for themselves and for the people around them and not enforce laws that make no sense. And they should be uh, a higher upstanding person, a higher upstanding citizen than the average person. You know, they shouldn't have... Uh, those moments of, well, I guess I guess they have moments of uh, mistake. But luckily, I am presenting to you right now a good cop story. You have to have those good cop stories every once in a while. It's to find them. I mean, let's be honest; they're not they're not out there waiting to be found. That aren't set ones. I had one last week. I never got to about a, a cop that was uh, going to get some fellow officers. Well, this one, whistleblower Michigan cop files suit over allegations of fellow cops having sex with teen ride-along. A popular Michigan police officer is suing his chief, claiming he was demoted for questioning the mishandling of an investigation about two fellow officers who allegedly had sex with a 16-year-old runaway girl. Salem police officer Don Lupe had expressed concerns to persons in city government about two fellow officers allegedly having sexual relations with a minor female who was known to the department as a runaway and would accompany officers on ride-alongs and her friend, the lawsuit states. Loopy, an 18-year veteran of the department, spending 13 years as a detective, faced several backlash or severe backlash after reporting the misconduct, especially since one of his parties was a sergeant and therefore his superior. Be careful, Lupe. He's he's a snake and a rat. The suit asserts the sergeant told other officers, "Make a mistake, and he keeps it on file." Well, shouldn't he? Isn't that a law enforcement officer's job is to enforce the law amongst all equally, including his fellow officers? You know, I think a lot of the hate that we see in, in the world, the country right now, at law enforcement would not be uh, quite as bad if more good cops stepped up like this. The rare good cop has also reported his co-workers in the past for falsifying their timesheets. In 2013, the detective applied for a promotion to sergeant and believes that he was passed over due, due to his complaints in the past. He was also demoted to road patrol in May. Lupi has good reason to believe that he was demoted, that his demotion was a direct penalty for whistleblowing, as it came directly after he met with Chief Larry Herink and City Manager Todd Campbell about the complaints. I feel like like an NBR guy with this nasal thing. Lupi had good reason to believe that his demotion was directly was direct 
So I can't even do it now. It sounded better when I was to do it. Following the meeting, when Lupi went into detailed detail regarding his concerns, Higley reportedly said, Are you done standing next to rotation? You are back on the road. Starting next rotation, you are back on the road. Despite the fact that Lupi has been involved in every major Saline police investigation, MLI reported and seemingly has an outstanding record, police departments seem to place higher value on covering up one another's crimes than being decent human beings. Like a mob. You know, I hope that uh, this works out for this individual. Uh, you see anytime we get these good cops that, that are whistleblowers and that are doing trying to do the right thing, uh, they get pushed out or, you know, lose uh, pay more than the guys that are doing the bad things. So to dovetail with that, let's talk about uh, a Texas judge who is actually trying to be the the right guy. Oh, wait, what's this over here on CNN? Let me turn the audio on here. I got CNN running on the uh, other side here. Just, you know, I wanted to see what was going on. Travel around the country. It is never raised in my town halls. It is never raised in my other meetings with people. But in Nevada today, a few voters waiting to see her said they wanted an explanation. That is one of the reasons why I'm here. I would like to, I would like the record to be set straight, and I would like to know what you know, she has to say about everything. And it's sad to me that she ended up in this situation because she's such an... How about she talks about how she had uh, uh, Ambassador Stevens assassinated? I would love to, I'd love to see that. Captured on camera in video released today. The truth about that, because I still believe she had him assassinated. I don't care. It's just what I believe. And uh, Judge Knapp believes with me. I, I'm really upset that's not talked about more often. I can't believe it's been brushed away like that. <laughs> no, Nature Boy. Oh, Buzzy and I have a bet, by the way. Uh, I don't know what we're betting yet, but uh, he doesn't believe that Bush or Clinton will be the next president. A bet that neither one of them gets the nomination. So that's out there now, Buzzy. You know, it's on it's on Facebook or Twitter and and. I've said it on air now, so we got to bet. We just got to figure out what the payment is, what the uh, winner gets. I'm telling you, they'll both get the nomination, and Bush is president. So anyway, back to the judge. We got off track there. Uh, Texas judge refuses to be part of traffic ticket scheme, blows the whistle on polluting for profit. Another uh, great example of what we should see more and more of. Maybe uh, some of these guys are getting the idea that there's people here that will stay next to them. Maybe they're starting to see that. Uh, Calvert, Texas, retired municipal court judge David Viscard, Viscard has recently come forward to expose the use of quotas on speeding tickets. In an exclusive inter- interview this week, uh, Visser told Viscard told WFAA that the police department and the local courts were involved in a revenue collection scheme where officers had quotas for speeding tickets and judges were pressured to rush the cases through the courts. This card was a volunteer municipal court judge for over 15 years. When I first became a judge, we had one, of, we had one reserve officer. That's all he did on Friday and Saturday, every other weekend, He'd write 100 citations, Viscar said. 
or this card said, the municipal, the municipal court is their cash cash cow, he added. This card explains how the pressure put on judges in the area caused him and many others to quit. The pressure to collect revenues in Calvert and probably other small towns in Texas is excessive. <clears throat> and what happens is you got judges like me who say they've got better things to do with my time. Thank you very much, and God bless you. I'll move on, Vaskert said. <clears throat> oh, here, let's listen to this. That give me a second here to try to clear up. It's coming. Police sitting, waiting for drivers to speed by. You know, last month we told you about this. It's the, the Dirty 30. Four towns along uh, 30 miles of Interstate 45 south of Dallas writing a large number of traffic tickets. The story that we had then got a lot of response. Well, tonight, a voice from inside this Texas triangle, small towns within that triangle of cities in central Texas. One judge quit because there's a quota for ticket writing. Byron Harris has the story. Revenue generated from speeding tickets pays for a lot of small-town police departments in Texas. We hear that without ticket income, a lot of towns couldn't afford a police force. But not everyone goes along with the game. Here's a story from the Texas Triangle as News 8 investigates. Now, normally when they pull you over for safety, they ask the safety kind of questions. You know, they tell you why they pulled you over. Um, they ask for insurance, check your tags, things of that nature. You know, this was none of that. Don Shaheen is one of thousands of Texans who got speeding tickets in April. But it seemed to him, instead of being concerned about safety, the police officer just wanted to write a ticket and then get on to the next one. This guy just took my license, gave me a ticket, and, you know, that was pretty much it. When I first became a Judge Byron, we had one reserve officer. That's all he did on Friday and Saturday. Every other weekend, he'd write 100 citations. David Viscardi was a municipal judge for 15 and a half years in Calvary. Population 1,155. It's plunk in the middle of a triangle of towns in central Texas, which statistics show are huge ticket writers. Lot on Highway 77, Hearn on Highway 79, and Franklin on Highway 79. But the municipal court is their cash cow. Viscardi quit as judge because he was getting pressure from city officials to push speeding tickets through court. The pressures to collect money in, in Calvert and probably other small towns throughout Texas is excessive and that what winds up happening is you get good judges like me that say hey I got better things to do with my free time thank you very much and God bless you I'll move on in Franklin population 1618 they'll take in a half million dollars in municipal court fees this year mostly traffic tickets the police department in fact is funded by municipal court fees Hearn would not tell us how much it collects in municipal court fees or how big its budget is. But state records show it ranks 43rd in Texas for pending cases in municipal court, which is a measure of how many traffic tickets it writes. Hearn has just 4,500 people. It has 12,000 municipal court cases pending. And Lot, population 759, is one of the top 20 towns in Texas for pending municipal court cases per capita. Lot is basically a stoplight on Highway 77, a stoplight with a speed trap. Town's mayor would not provide budget numbers, but state records show it has 3,400 municipal court cases pending, nearly five for each of its 759 residents. Calvert didn't call us back either. 
But state records show it has 5,159 municipal court cases pending, nearly five for each of its 1,100 residents. Former Judge Viscardi says the town banks on no one taking their traffic ticket cases to court and simply mailing in a check. He says the city is incapable of trying cases because it has no prosecutor and doesn't want to pay for one. The mindset of most small towns, including Calvert, and I can only speak for Calvert, is that after all, we're only Calvert who's going to know. And the problem is, I... The state of Texas can fine cities that get more than 30% of their revenue from traffic tickets. In the past decade, the state comptroller has collected more than $2 million from a handful of cities for overzealous ticketing. But records show that no town in the Texas Triangle has ever been audited. Byron Harris, Channel 8 News. And it's weird. Don't just think that's Texas. We have a town, you know, go back to my vacation, driving back or up and back, uh, you you take 301 when you hit up in North Florida, and uh, 301, it, it you're you go through these small little towns, and it, it's funny. It'll go up to 55, and then it'll say uh, you know speed limit uh, strictly enforced, and then like uh, two three miles later it'll drop down to to 45, and then to 35, and then you'll get through this little town, and it'll bump back up to 55. And like three, four, five miles later, it drops back down to 45, and then 35, then 25 or 30 at some points. And uh, I don't know. It, it's the same type of thing. And it's it's very well known when you're driving through that that's a bad area that you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to speed through there. Uh, I've never, I try not to speed through there. I set the cruise control. Even at 30 miles an hour, I set the cruise control. Pretty truckers out there listening have come through that way before. It's horrible. But anyway, uh, so, you know, it, it's another good person coming out and telling the truth of what's going on. Uh, guys, listen, I don't know if you can hear it. I'm going to cut a half hour early off tonight. I apologize. But I'm having issues here with this stupid sinus. I always had it cleared out, building back up again. I just want to go lay down and put my head back on it drain. Uh, but I'll be back next week. Uh, I've been a lot of guests for next week. Uh, I'm not sure who yet. Uh, I'll be, maybe leave it as a surprise. And before I leave tonight, I, you know, I didn't say it earlier, and I feel bad now. Uh, our good friend, Frank Castle, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Frank. And, uh, you know, you all just keep seeking for what is truthful to you. Yeah, you don't have to believe, you know, what I'm telling you. But just just seek what's truthful to you and help enlighten other people. Just do good in the world. The hate I see out there, the hate that uh, you know I've experienced on my Facebook and different places like that, it's not needed. Just uh, let's love each other, all right? Thanks for listening to the first 52, guys. Be safe. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate, I don't know what to do, we're all alive.
get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace But I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake But I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this rat race in this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the
Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 